There it is. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Did the microphone drink, bitch? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. Big time Timmy Jim Chris Sale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Welcome to Late Night Shots, Chris, Brad, and Alex tonight. How's it going, fellas? That's how I feel. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. <laughs> I just found out that the Baltimores have a new best baseball player. The Baltimores. The Ra- Orioles. <laughs> One of those birds. Okay. Well, I got confused because I just saw a headline that says Ed Reed throws out first pitch. Oh. So he's probably the Starting best pitcher? player. <laughs> new center to- fielder? To play in the well, that's basically what he did in Baltimore, Ravens. <laughs> he probably would be one of their better baseball players. Yeah, but I don't think they allow you to smoke cigars while you're playing baseball, like think, in the field. I think they would. Yeah, probably. Also, probably. Yeah, probably. Hot take. Apparently, the story underneath that says Del Rio still not a fan of Davis quitting at halftime. Is he gonna get over that at some point? No, no, probably. Wasn't not. that like four years ago? Three years ago? Last year? Was it? Right? Wasn't I it? think it was last year. Oh. Yeah, because it was during the Ravens game. Right? Oh, man. Because the Ravens blew the Bills out in that first game? It was last year or the year before. So it was, it was early last year. Last year. Yeah, it was okay. week one. So it felt like longer, yeah. I guess. Either way, I'd be over it, especially since Jack Del Rio's not coaching. Yeah, he was complaining about something else the other day, too. <laughs> that's why he's complaining. He was, that's why he yeah. lost his job. He was shot. complaining that people keep coming up to him going, Shooter McGavin, I loved you in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> uh, anyway, the mulligan for this week. Sorry, Alex. No. Beers, beers, beers. Uh, it's the refs for blowing the play dead in the Saints game. This beer tastes salty. Those are your tears. <laughs> that's just the tears, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the, the beer this week is Alex's tears. <laughs> We drink them. They're so salty. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. <laughs> so the Rams had the ball on the 13-yard line or something like that. And the Saints caused a fumble. And Cam Jordan picked it up and ran it all the way back for a touchdown. Yay, touchdown. That's it. But they're Come like, on. Well, hold, on, hold on, Saints. <laughs> hold on, Saints. You guys can't have anything nice. So we're just calling it a fumble. Or we're calling it an incomplete pass. We'll overturn it, call it a fumble. You guys get it at the 13, and you get no points. And then you break Drew Brees' hand. Yes. Um, I do have an explanation. Okay. It's all Sean Payton's fault. Had he never done the skull clap? Well, there's since that. then, Karma. Five-year extension. Like, nope. Since, since the skull clap, Karma's just been like, all right, you guys don't get to win games anymore. Yeah, that game... You had the one in the playoffs last year. Yeah, last week. The Houston thing where they tried to screw him over there. Yep. It's basically and, every week. Yeah. Yeah, much. it's more or less. It makes it hard to watch the game without getting angry. <laughs> yeah. It's, I stopped watching after that play. I, went, I left. It's one I'm thing done. like when you... I'm out. Yeah. I wouldn't. Also, I wouldn't how, how bad does the NFL want the Rams to be good? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because Kroenke and Goodell are just golfing buddies. Right? Kroenke's the owner of the Rams, I think. I don't know. I think he is. No, I Stan think. Stan Kroenke? No, I think that was Steve Irwin. <laughs> oh. 
Yes. No, I, I think he was on uh, Tampa Bay. Something about Rays. I don't know. <laughs> Too soon, bro. <laughs> um. So anyway, like, why? I don't know. Why, the, why don't they just teach the refs? Let the play happen. Because you can ones, always overturn it and bring it back. Do. Well, it gets reviewed every time anyway. Like, by rule, they have to review it. So yeah. why not let it play out then if he was down or if something happened or if it wasn't a fumble? Um the review will show that and you can just come back and go, here's what the clock would have been. Here's what this they're supposed to do. They're supposed to let her play. Yeah. And it happens way too often. Cause I remember last year in the Ravens Steelers, a regular season game, it happened twice where two touchdowns got taken off and, the board. One for each team, not even for like defensive touchdowns for like, there's a lot of plays where it's, I'm drawing a blank now, but there was one a couple weeks ago where the refs did something where I'm like, if you just let it happen, or... I'm uh, trying to think of one on offense. Well, I, I remember think, there was one, there was an interception by yeah. someone down at like the five, and someone grabbed their shoulders like they went to cut, and it looked like their knee maybe touched the ground, so they called him down. Oh, but that there was, was a, no one in the way, and it would have been like a 95-yard touchdown return. That was the, that was this weekend, was the Carson Wentz pass. Oh no! No, it wasn't the. Sorry, Eagles that game. was that was positive for the offense. It wasn't a return, but um, yeah. And then, weirdly enough, on the opposite side, a time where you should just always throw the flag because you can pick it up is if it's close to intentional grounding. Yeah, yeah. I've seen flag, a few that I it. was pretty sure, even after watching the replay, that it was intentional grounding, but they didn't call it, so it didn't. Like, that's a time where, yeah, throw the flag. You can talk about it, pick it up, say there's no foul. He was can outside. Can you challenge that one? Intentional grounding? Yeah. No. I don't think so. No. But the, the refs. That's a preach game. Yes. Which is weird. Very easy to watch Funny that. thing is, you can challenge pass interference. You can't challenge defensive holding. And I've noticed defensive holding get called a lot more than it usually well, does. I think the, once you challenge pass interference like it opens up a couple other things that can be called yeah because once they start reviewing it then they look at the whole play yeah and then anything that was missed can be corrected yeah only between the two players though like you couldn't call like a hold on the offense if linemen yeah 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 but i mean like yeah so it's not just the specific act that was called um but yeah i have noticed there's a lot of a lot more defensive holding on cornerbacks against receivers being called. It's because it's the before. beginning of the year. That's why. No, well, they. I think those are calls that they used to call as pass interference, but you can't challenge defensive holding. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Did Drew Brees get hurt on that series? Or was it later? It was after that, but it would, he wouldn't have got hurt. We gave him a touchdown that's just he wouldn't is. have been throwing the ball. They wouldn't have been that play on that part of the field that time. <laughs> that exact sequence of events wouldn't have happened. Exactly. So he wouldn't have got hurt. Butterfly effect. Goodell hurt Breeze. That's is what it, I'm saying. Is it all still just karma for Bounty Gate? No, because that's the stupidest thing ever. People are mad at that. The Greg Williams thing? Yeah, how will give you $500 to go hurt that guy and then you'll get a $10,000 fine. No, that, no, yeah, I don't know. I never thought that was a big deal, but um, well, the whole intentionally trying to hurt 
players and take them out of games is kind of a big deal. But I, I have a hard time believing that that Saints team was the only one in history to do that, especially when Bill Romanowski has a long history of telling people he's going to end their careers and no one had a problem with it. I guarantee the Ravens and the Steelers had it against each other for a long time. Oh, for sure. Because I thought there was something about when they broke Mendenhall's leg that they're like, yeah, I just got the pot. Oh, yeah. So unless and they're it, getting high after the it game. It probably wasn't even <laughs> – well, yes. I wouldn't rule that one out either. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> so the refs need the mulligan on that one? For and what? and what? Alex's heart? What game? What are you talking about? Yeah, all right. I, I, I know what that feeling is like. my amnesia game. What's going, what's, what's going on? So wait, week two <laughs> so doesn't games. count? Week one doesn't count? Week two doesn't count? Week three doesn't count? I'm going to say week two Saints doesn't count. Week three games this year. I don't know what's going on. Week three will count. Oh, yeah. Week three counts now. Yes. All right. Normally, week three doesn't count. But Only when it's across. Actually, talk to me on Friday. I'll tell you if week three counts. <laughs> All right. Well, this week's mulligan brought to you by Homestead. It's still technical week two. Homestead Farm and Golf in London, Washington. (laughs) Mentioned late night shots for a free small bag of range balls. They got Cleveland and Striction clubs and apparel in the pro shop, so you can be looking fresh for your round. Uh, Make sure to get in there for the last month of summer rates before, I was going to say before the weather gets bad, but we're already there. Um, You can make sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on their upcoming winter events. They'll have some fun leagues and mini tournaments going on. So make sure to head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. All right, let's go recaps to start. Which one of these games do you guys want to start with? Uh, transition. Do we want Drew to Brees is out. Same injury. Ben Roethlisberger. Boom. Transition. Nice. And like a cheap. Nice and smooth. That's what three that game. <laughs> is it Big Ben's UCL? Yeah. Okay. So I his is on the was. his is on the elbow end. And Drew Brees is on the thumb. Yeah. Which just I always thought it went down the other side. Because so like when you hurt it in your elbow, your pinky and your ring finger go numb. Oh, weird. Because I was gonna say a lot of it might cross over. Yeah. I don't know I, a lot about ligaments. I wonder if it like it affects something else and that's why it makes it I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. But the yeah, Big Ben one was weird. It was weird that both of them hurt the same at least Drew Brees made contact with someone and it yeah. It made sense. (laughs) His was really weird too. Just that I did. I did tell you guys my my theory on Ben Roethlisberger's hand being pre-exhausted, right? Yes. (laughs) At least I wish I could share that on mic. (laughs) There's so many jokes. I'm just gonna stop. Um, So is this the last game Big Ben ever plays? Because he's 37, 38 now. He got drafted in Um, I think three. I think I I will say it should be because he has not looked good like last year and last year he he led the league in yards last year did he yeah Yeah. he threw for like fifty one hundred yards or something but he had AB and Juju which helps yeah oh yeah I guess he didn't just the Steelers in general weren't great last year no because Um, they missed out on the playoffs by a game yeah um. But yeah, so I, I think this probably should be his last game, but I don't think it will be. I think he's going to want to go out on his own terms. Uh, so even if it means, you know, coming back and then just playing a couple games or something next year, 
Yeah, Big Ben threw 675 times for 5,100 yards last year. Is that a lot? He led the league in both. So what surgery is he getting? Is it like is Tommy it, Tommy it would be Tommy John, wouldn't it? Yeah. If he's getting that, I don't know. Which he, means, don't I, most people come back better from Tommy John now? Yeah, after like, he's got a no, fresh it's arm. It's different in baseball and football because you don't have to yeah. worry about the snap. Yeah, of like the curveball yeah, motion, because yeah. when an outfielder gets Tommy John, they're back within twelve months. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking, yeah, fifteen months of well, back pitching within like a year and a half. Well, they, yeah, like it's like a year and a half. Build it up, but yeah, yeah, that's true. But I still don't think because I think Rudolph's going to dominate. What's that? So I think Rudolph. Oh, the he, Oklahoma boy. He, he yeah. seems to like Vance McDonald when they get close to the end zone, and I'm fine yes. with it. Because I have Vance McDonald in fantasy. Uh, he will not undergo Tommy John. Hmm. That's he is what, done for the year. That's what Ian Rappaport said. So is it just strained then? Because I feel like if it was torn no. or something. He would... So when you tear your UCL, um, you can just let it rehab. Or you can just do physical therapy and rehab. And it'll get back to 90%. Oh. Unless it's completely torn. But gotcha. most people don't completely tear it. Um, so it can get back to 90% just by rehab. Oh, well, so that might be the route he's going. Yeah, no, if that's the case, because yeah. if either way, if you're not playing the rest of the season, you might as well go whatever's least invasive. Yeah. And then also, I guess they can probably tell in a month or two if rehab is working. Like, I'm sure if he's behind um, his schedule or whatever mm-hmm. for rehab, then he can still do the surgery. Yeah. Um, and I actually do know a lot about this because I tore it and just let it heal your ucl yeah oh oh yeah you actually had surgery on your acl yeah on my knee i had surgery but like you get back to 90 percent and you're fine but then if you do it again you have to have surgery because that's when it makes sense really tears in a because i assume it just finished the initial tear at that point um so other than that actually i think he will come back next year did you see the thing about he said he's gonna come back no, he's, I was looking at his contract. He's oh. also said he was going to retire 71 times. Yeah. So He's making a lot of money next year. So yeah. He's going to try to come back. Even if at least be on the roster. Yeah. Get your roster bonus in like March. and well, then He said he wants to fulfill his contract, which is through 2021. I, I feel like that was just a jab at Le'Veon. Or Andrew Luck. <laughs> and do you think... That Mason Rudolph is going to be able to do it for the Steelers. I know you said you like him. Uh, it's weird because he, he didn't look bad. Yeah. I, I want to see him this week. He had, yeah, yeah, again, like with a full week of them knowing he's going to be the starter and the defense being able to prepare for him. And this game's in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Or, do you know? Yeah. Uh, no, it's in San Fran. Oh, okay. That, that might be a little tough then. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I don't mind Mason Rudolph. Was he Oklahoma State? Yeah, Oklahoma State. State? It was Oklahoma yeah. State. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, because Kyler was Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, what did he end up like? Twelve for nineteen with a touchdown and a pick, or two touchdowns? Two and a touchdowns, pick? a yep. pick, one hundred and twelve yards. Yeah. QBR of fifty six and a rating of ninety two. So he was very average. Yeah. I think which, that's average. Which is what you want for yeah. a guy which, coming in without any game. Plan I was going to say, be, and a rookie. being cold and not expecting. And then one play later, it's like, all right, you're in. Yeah. 
And it's bad timing for the Steelers because they traded Landry Jones to the Jaguars after the Nick Foles injury. Yeah. So they traded their backup, assuming Big Ben was going to be fine, and then he goes down. So but it's they, just another team. It's like, but well, the Steelers did um, kind of go all in on, like, let's at least keep our defense good. They traded for Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they gave up a first, a sixth, and a seventh. And I think it's like a first, next year's sixth, then a seventh or something. Yeah. It was basically for just Minka, a first. fourth. That's, and a, that's not first. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like there's a bunch of late-round picks between they this, get a draft, fourth back, this draft and nice. next, next draft. And, yeah, they – Really, I think it's pretty good. I think the Steelers ended up on the plus. I'm not sure I if, I, not really sure if I like the trade for either team because I think it's smart by the Dolphins to get more assets. Well, so here's the thing: if you're rebuilding, you're gonna try to draft someone who hopefully is like Maybe now. Patrick. Now safety is a yeah. need, and you're gonna hopefully draft someone who's good. Well, you had a good young safety. He's in his second year. Yeah, but he's also disgruntled, and you're he doesn't not want to be there. Be yeah. good. No. Get the first round, get another young. Just go young. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like if you're rebuilding, you want good young players, and you usually don't want to give up a good young player to try to get another good young player. I would give up first. I would second at the most. Yeah. But the Steelers need it because Russell Wilson shredded them in this game. Yes. Was he 29 for 35? 300 yards. Yeah. So he was... And I assume... Okay, yeah. I was... So what is that, like 86% or something like that? Yeah. I hope so because it was also... 83, okay. I, was like, I hope so because it's also 8.6. Oh, um, that'd be funny. Their line for terrible that first... Yeah. What's that? That first quarter. I did not watch the game. Oh, Offensive line was terrible the first quarter. I sacked him four times Ooh. the first quarter and was like under pressure the whole time. That's not good. But didn't get a sack after that. No, he was just kind of running around being Russell Wilson after that. Uh, do you guys think that who's the is it Carson the one who's fumbling a lot? Yeah, he fumbled twice, twice and he fumbled once in week one, right? Uh, or is it Penny that fumbled in I week one? I think it was Penny week one. So um, they have, so they have three fumbles by their running backs. Well, Carson has one fumble in this game, and then Wilson fumbled the other one. Oh, why did I think? No, I'm pretty sure it was Carson both times. Well, I'm looking at the stats. Yeah, oh, me too, I, they must have I changed it. It'd be oh, one of those it, it like the handoff things. I was gonna say it might have been a handoff, and since Carson never took possession of it, even if it was his fault, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't fumble. see the second one, so that could be right. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was definitely Carson. Because, yeah, no, there's a lot of times where it's the handoff was definitely the running back's fault, but because he never had possession of it, the fumble goes to the quarterback. Yeah. No, it's kind of like in basketball when you make a backdoor cut and you stop and the guy throws it out of bounds. It's a turnover on him, but it's your fault. Yeah. Like, uh, Alex, you were big on Cart or no Penny, right? Yeah. yeah. I like Penny. I, st- I still think, think he could be good. Do you think he's going to take over as the lead back? Because he's the one with the long run in this game, right? He had a 37-yarder. Okay. Uh, Carson had 21, but yeah. they both looked really good other than the fumble. <laughs> but that one fumble, uh, Watt like, punched it. Oh, so, really? Like, it, was a, it looked like a, was it Paul Malu. See the big fumble guy? No, that was Peanut, Peanut Tillman. Tillman. Like a Chicago guy. Yeah. Was, you know, he works for the FBI now? Right? Does he? Yeah, I think he's like a, he does something in the FBI now. Yeah, it looked, it looked like one of his, like just the and just, just punch. <laughs> mm. Yeah, 
Peanut Tillman was crazy because there was like a he's like FBI a agent. season where he was averaging a forced fumble like every other game or something like that. Yeah, he had six or seven fumbles in one year. Yeah, and I think it was over like a seven game period, and then he ended up. Yeah, but so Seattle is two and zero, and Pittsburgh's zero and two. Seattle is the luckiest team. It's been an ever. odd. 2-0. I don't think it's... Yeah, it's very odd to know, but they, it's kind of just the way they do it. They survive. Yeah. yeah that like, first game, if they would have played like they did against the Bengals against 25 teams in the NFL, they lose that game. Yeah. Yeah, but they play, they play but, to their opponent. Yeah, they do. And yeah, they, 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 they have a history of just playing do. down to their opponent. Yeah. It's like, what do we but, need to do to win by less than one score? Let's yeah. do that. I mean, granted that they are probably the only team who's going to give up a 400-yard passing game to Andy Dalton. Because that was a Saints career high, right? Before. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were pretty good at that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He forced 10 fumbles in 2012. Peanut Tillman. Yeah, and he was like 35 at the at that time. Uh, 31. 35, told you. He never played when he was 35. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just one of those guys who seemed way older than he was. Yeah, because he was just good right away. Yeah. Um. That's cool. It's just a whole giant page of gray. That's super helpful. Oh, that's a Roman Harper's hair. Isn't Roman Harper in prison? Yes. yes. Okay. But he does have gray hair. <laughs> um, um, over over so, under yeah. 40 forced fumbles for Peanut Tillman in his career. Over. 44. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, no, so the Seahawks have had an interesting two games where it's like they probably should have lost to the Bengals. They should be one and one. Yeah. And but then Pete Carroll, Russell yeah. Wilson makes them two and one. Yeah, I'm not going to say that they should have lost this game because they were in it when Ben went out. Like, I think they might have even had the lead. I thought they were up a decent amount when Ben went out. Uh, when did he go out? Uh, second quarter. Uh, so I'm not sure when. At, at halftime, it was 10 7 Pittsburgh. Oh, maybe I'm so, just wrong. So I think they might have been up 7-3, or maybe it was in the third quarter, and they were up four. Um, Rudolph had a touchdown on the fourth. I don't know after that. Yeah, so that. I, think it was sometime, I think it was sometime early in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm to look up. But, so it could have been... If Rudolph threw that touchdown, that put him up 21-13. Then it was probably 14-13 when Ben went out. Yeah, probably somewhere in there. So, I mean, moral of the story is I don't want to say, you know, it's like, oh, Pittsburgh was dominating them and then Ben Roethlisberger went out. But it is kind of a lucky break for the starting quarterback of the other team to get hurt, and then you end up winning the game by two points. Yeah, Pittsburgh was up 10-7 when Ben went out. Yeah, and then... I mean, Rudolph did do just as good. Yeah, better. better so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, of course, sorry to bring it up again, Alex, but then next la, week la, la, they la. get to play the Saints without Drew Brees. Yeah, you got Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> highest paid, or one of the highest paid backups in football. Chase Daniel, is he still in the league? Best, probably, yes. I'd say probably the Is he still making up? Uh, Ryan Tannehill. No. Oh, well, I don't know what they... Because the Ringer just did a thing where they ranked all the backup quarterbacks, well, but they took Bridgewater out because he's a starter now. Technically, right now, there's yeah, a, there probably. is a... I would, I would technically, say, there is a 
backup right now who arguably could be a Hall of Famer. Eli Manning. Eli, I think <laughs> Eli's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't think he's um, a good quarterback right now. I would much rather have almost anyone else. I didn't even think we'll he was that great next, of a quarterback. Sure, so. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something. Totally forgot Sorry. what we were talking about. Ryan oh, Tannehill. The backups. Uh, Nick Mullins is probably the best backup quarterback right now. What about? I, I might take him over Bridgewater, but it's close. What about Landry Jones? <laughs> no, I think I take no. Bridgewater. He's more experienced. Yeah. They had RG3 as the second best backup quarterback. No. Only because of the system he'd be going into. That it's the same yeah. system. That, like, that's exactly what we want. But anyway. Um, yeah, so um, Metcalf had another good game. It was a nice touchdown by you that he had. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's not, not a ton to say other than, you know, Seahawks finding another it. way to win the game. And good news for the, good <laughs> yeah. news for the Steelers is it looks like James Conner is going to be fine. You know, he went out with a knee injury late in the game. I'm yeah. not as high on James Conner as everyone else is, but he is their number one running back. Good. So. No, he looked pretty good. I did just train my fantasy, but that's not the point. I had way too many good running backs. He did. Uh, so, do you guys want to go to a team that played in overtime? All right. Uh, which game do you guys want to go to next? Lions, the Bears. The Tigers, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> it's usually, oh my gosh, no, I don't want to talk about the Tigers. <laughs> But yeah, Lions, so, the Bengals, the Bears. Oh my! Lions, Chargers. Just keep going down the line. All right, that works. Keep it easy. Uh, Lions, Chargers. So both of these teams played in overtime last week. Yep. And they both kind of looked hungover in this game, like the overtime hangover, because it was an ugly game. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler had another great game, 130 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. And he um, fumbled on the half yard. I was line, gonna say he like did that. have one pretty bad fumble, yeah. but I mean, if that's the one thing that's gonna come along with his last two weeks, where he's had almost 300 yards of total offense and three touchdowns. Yeah, because it was like 154 15. last week and 130 this week. That sounds right. Did he have one or two fumbles this week? Yeah, I thought he just had one. I thought he had the one on the goal line. Stats show one rushing and one receiving. I don't know if it combines them. Like it says a fumble. Wait, it has a receiving fumble? Well, receiving stats and it shows a fumble. Rushing stats shows a Um, fumble. Up here under the fumble stat, it just says one fumble lost for Eckler. Okay, so it's just combined. Yeah. Um, He is... (laughs) One's fine. 12 catches for 160 yards. 29 carries for 124 yards. So 287 yards. And that's okay. Four touchdowns? Uh, he only he had three, three touchdowns in week one. I thought he just had two. Yeah. I thought he had he hit three touchdowns in week one. Did he have two rushing and one receiving? Two or? receiving. Oh. Six for 96 with two touchdowns. Hmm. Good thing Melvin Gordon's showing his worth. This is horrible for Melvin Gordon. <laughs> If I was the Chargers, I would trade him now before he just gets less valuable. All of a sudden, that offer from the Eagles doesn't look that bad. No. What's their offer? Jordan uh, Howard, Jordan Howard and, and like a fourth yeah. for, for for yeah for uh, uh, Gordon and like a sixth or something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, for Gordon in a fifth or a sixth. I don't know why everyone hates Howard so much. I don't. It doesn't make sense. He was basically average a thousand yards every year. Does everyone forget that the only reason he wasn't the starter was because Tariq Cohen did to him what he did to uh, Matt Forte? (laughs) There was another guy in there we talked about him a couple weeks ago. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. I didn't realize that Justin Jackson was also doing really well this year. Six for fifty-seven and seven for fifty-nine. So he's only getting so a handful of carries a game, but he's averaging nine yards a carry. He leads yeah. the league in yards per attempt. Yeah, I was going to say he has... Well, he, had, he has a 40-yard run. Yeah, but still. So six, six for 19, which... Yeah. But I mean... I mean, that's what Carolina still running backs do. Yeah. One big run. Or... But this game was... Phil ugly. Rivers is averaging nine. 12 yards a carry this game. No, that that's 12 kids per wife. Oh. Yeah. Um, this game was ugly, though. I did not expect it to be a 13-10 to 10 game. No, and Chargers should not have lost. No. <laughs> the Chargers should have owned this game. The team that almost lost after being up double digits to the Cardinals. Yeah. That's... Uh, which actually, I'm going to call it a loss. They tied. Yeah. It's a loss. <laughs> it ain't a win, it's a loss. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> nice. Um, no, I've never heard that before. Um... <laughs> Don't let the visible fire burn my friend. <laughs> Nice. But, <laughs> how much should we time? just quote Talladega Nights for the next hour and a half? No, we should not. <laughs> uh, how much time was left? Oh, there were seven minutes left in the fourth when the Lions scored the go-ahead touchdown. Yeah, both teams scored right away. Uh, I think Detroit got the ball, they punted, the Chargers scored, and then the Lions scored <laughs> touchdowns. And then that was it, pretty much. Sorry, I just read... Uh... Another headline that we can talk about after we talk about this. But okay. Yeah, um, it was not great. It was an interesting end of the game. Yeah, I mean, it makes for two interesting end of games for yeah. Detroit. So, so far, Detroit has been the both the least entertaining team to watch and the most entertaining team to watch <laughs> this season in both weeks. Yeah, like in the first fifty-two minutes. The Who is least it? entertaining. Uh, Michael Lombardi. He used to be like a GM for the Browns for a little bit. I know Joe Lombardi is is like a positions coach for the Saints. That's his. I don't know because he's that's Vince Lombardi's grandson. Yeah. So I not, assume Michael my, is not, his. That's that's not the right last name. Oh. Lombardo. I don't. know. He used to help out with the Patriots, and he's been on a bunch of ringer stuff. Um, Joe Lenardi. The 52-minute thing. He talks about how a lot of teams are like 52-minute teams where they look good most of the game, but then and they then just they, fold under pressure. Well, it's not even that the Lions looked good well, <laughs> for 52 yeah. minutes. But they. But that's normally what the Lions are. terrible in, for 52 minutes. I mean, the only reason they win this game is because they're doing it against the team that is the master of being a 52-minute team. <laughs> they, they were the both Chargers. trying to lose the game. <laughs> They're like, hold on, we want to lose this game in the last five minutes. And Chargers like, hold on, hold on, hold on, don't step to our corner like hold that. Hold my beer. Look, we've been we've been holding <laughs> nice. that we've been holding that strap for like eight years now. Every time we blow a game in the last three minutes, Philip Rivers has another kid. <laughs> I don't think you guys have any kids. Antonio Cromartie also has a kid. They alternate. Oh, Philip Rivers knows his kids' names though. Oh, yeah. Now, see, that's a tough one. Yeah. 
Hawkinson did not do as well this game as he did last game. One catch? Yeah. One One catch catch for seven yards. It was all Kenny Galladay. Yeah. He was half of their offense to the air, at least. You you could definitely tell that they found a matchup they liked because even in targets and receptions, like it wasn't even really close. Marvin Jones Jr. got five. Kenny Galladay got eight. And the next closest was three, two, one, one, two. Yeah, it's not close at all. Um, yeah, Galladay goes 8 for 117 of the 245 passing yards. Yeah. And I don't know. He had almost was. twice as many targets as the next. Cl- he had 10. Martin yeah. Jones Jr. had 6. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you worried? Of, we talked about the Chargers, how we all. I think we all dropped them down because of their injuries. Should we drop them down further? Was your brother right in saying the Chargers are trash? I don't think they're trash. I don't remember that they're a sub five hundred team. No, I'd say they're probably stick still right at five hundred. Somewhere between eight and eight and ten. I and think six. everyone just see. I, on the I think they're too early after week one. I think they're better than. I think they're gonna. Um, they're gonna kind of go back to what they did last year, because last year they. They did a lot of what they've been doing before. It's just that the handful of plays that cost them the game in years before, last year they were able to use those to their advantage and actually make those handful of plays that they needed to make in order to win the game. So I don't think they were that different. And in these last two weeks, it's been pretty obvious because they've come down to the wire that, again, it's... A handful of plays or two plays there's the ty hilton play and then the final touchdown by the by the lions <laughs> nice. um speaking of coming down to the wire yeah broncos bears wait one second before we move on no i have to read this headline oh okay but good transition <laughs> where did it go it wasn't next on the list yeah. <laughs> um so this transition in a, vi- in a video <laughs> chat, in Instagram followers say, Chargers running back holdout Melvin Gordon said it would be a waste of talent if he didn't play this season. Is he blaming that on someone else? I don't know. He's yes. he's not smart. <laughs> like, you're the one choosing not to play. Don't put it on everyone else. Like, you, you're wasting my talent by me choosing not to play. Like, doesn't he have a couple of years left on his contract? Yeah, yes, yeah. two years left. That's like, why he has no leverage. <laughs> it's like he's. You know what else? Not that makes... He's not. not... No, the, this isn't like Le'Veon Bell at all. You know what else is great? He paid a guy to change numbers, <laughs> so he's actually losing, like not just losing money, but losing money this year. <laughs> he's spending he's money while negative. not making money. Yeah, this is. <sighs> This might be worse than when Cam Chancellor spent $1.8 million <laughs> getting $2 million. Speaking of games that came down to the wire. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Broncos-Bears. And this was the afternoon game that looked very much similar to the Jaguars-Texans game. where it was Very s- exciting and high scoring. Well, 6-13. to 13, And like the Jaguars, the Broncos drove down the field in the fourth and scored a touchdown to make it 12 to 13 where the Jaguars just went for two and they got 
as close as you can get without scoring. The Broncos try and go for two, and false start, delay game. Yes. One of those two. I think it was a delay, delay game. game. Some kind of penalty on the Broncos. So they back up, and they're they're obviously not going to go for two from the seven-yard line or whatever. So they go to kick the extra point. They miss it, but false start. <laughs> or no, offsides. Offsides, yeah. Offsides on the defense. So then we were talking about this before the show, but there has to be some kind of different rule on two-point conversions. Yeah, normally it if, must be full value on all of them, or yeah. it goes to the one or something. Yeah, That or the rest make mistakes because they're stupid. We're going with that one. <laughs> so the Broncos get to go for two from the one-yard line. And they get it with 31 seconds left in the game, I think. And when we were watching this game, the Bron or the you were right, 31, 31 seconds, yeah. Um, the Bears looked like they were not going to be able to get in position. They were on the what 35, 40, something like that, something with nine close. seconds left. Yeah, yeah. There's fruit flies everywhere. Um, and Trubisky drops back in the pocket, and like you want a quick play. So you can have time left on the clock. Yeah. He drops back, dances, steps up in the pocket, and then makes a good pass. But the guy gets down with maybe a second left on the 35-yard line. Yeah. Because it was a 52, 53-yard field goal, something like that. Was it 52? 53. 53. So I, I felt like 36. it was shorter than that, but just because I have no faith in Eddie Pinheiro. <laughs> um. Yeah, so there's maybe one second left, and I'm, one of the things we were talking about was when you see the guy make the catch, do you back up to try and get the clock to run out? No, yeah, no, like if he you goes just, down. You slow down just a half a step or yeah. just easy. You grab him and you keep playing. Grab him, dude. Well, the defender dove to the ground, or the, the guy who caught the ball dove to the ground. Yeah, do you oh. just stand around him and wait before you touch him? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's as long as you don't. Because you have if, to touch him. If you don't touch him, he's not. Down. He has to slide. No, he, only a quarterback. Uh, I don't think so. I think any any player who gives themselves up. Speaking of that, side note, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but every single quarterback slide I saw on Sunday was head first, which is not a giving yourself up no. slide. The worst one was the or Stafford they were like one. Sideways, yeah. Did you see the Stafford one? No. Almost all of them, but the defenders are still scared to touch a quarterback, yeah. so they're pulling up. But I was like, like football one. Oh yeah, that, that freshman. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I saw Really Bird, St. Joe's and Pals. Marcus Mariota went flying. He went spinning too, and then it got called back because of a hold. It's like <laughs> nice. awesome. And then uh, Jacoby Brissett did the same thing. Did a did a flip. Was a yard short, still got the spot. They got the first down. I'm not better. Um, should should have uh, not believe in him. At least you were right on your under of 333 yards. It just was ended up being passing for the entire game. <laughs> but, uh, so the Bears get it with one second left on the 35-ish yard line. And no double doinkers this time. And Panero drills the 53, so you said? 53-yarder to win the game, 16-14. It was a crazy finish to a very boring game. Do you trust Trubisky at all? No. He's been garbage. He had 
a lot of good flashes last year. I wasn't. I say I thought no, he's been so, he looked better. So the thing okay, is, after last he's year, he's a rich man's Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still better. Exactly, he's Sorry. a rich man's Cam uh, Newton. Yeah. Um, so coming into this season, everybody was really high on Mitch Trubisky, and I was like, last year I didn't see enough to really sell me on him, but everyone else seemed high, so I kind of bought in. I think last year he quietly had good stats, so he was like sixty-six percent. Yeah, yeah but he seemed to be. Everybody was everybody was really high on him. I was like, well, maybe everyone saw something I didn't. And then I've been watching him this year. I was like, I shouldn't have shouldn't have bought in. Do you know how many yards he threw for this week? Eighty-seven. One twenty. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Then it's like, ugh. So between last week, I think it was around the same. No, it was two sixty last week. So or no, two thirty last week. Oh no, no, yeah, never mind. It's Vikings. So between. Trubisky, Brissett, and Mariota, did they crack 400? Yes, because for, uh, Brissett and Mariota were exactly 300. Oh. It was like 156 and 144 or something like that. Yeah. That's not good for so they, three NFL quarterbacks. They combined for less than Mahomes did this week. Yeah. And almost less oh, than Lamar. I was Total gonna, offense. I was going to say um, Heath... Trubisky threw for less yards than Lamar ran for. Oh, yeah. yes, he did. Like, I've got to be close because Lamar was twelve one twenty four, one twenty four, one twenty seven, something yeah. like that. I just love how they're getting beat out by a what is it, seventh round quarterback yeah. for the Jaguars. Sixth, sixth, yeah. Gardner Minshew, <laughs> Wazoo quarterbacks everywhere. They're everywhere. According to Kevin Mosley, he is a god because <laughs> he went to Wazoo, so he just loves it. Did you see his outfit? Yeah, didn't it's we like, send it? Yeah, getting yeah, off Chris the plane. sent it to us. Yeah. So there was the outfit, him getting off the plane, where it's just like the disco suit <laughs> open to the Cougars belly button. logo. Just like the big mustache. And then in the game or before the game in the locker room, just stretching in a jock strap. That's it. <laughs> just And Minshew has been playing pretty well. Yeah. Six round quarterback. Yeah. He's been the best quarterback the Jags have had since Byron Leftwich. Yeah. Probably. I mean, not a lot uh, of competition there. It's like uh, Chad Henney, Blake Bortles. Bortles had seven good um, games. Not many. Um, who was back to Broncos? Blaine Gabbert. Um, a lot of winners. Go Jags. <laughs> was this exactly what you expected from a Broncos Bears game, though? Yes. Like a lot ugly, of defense, field goals, no offense. Yeah. It's two good defenses and yeah. two bad offenses. I thought maybe like two com- top ten defenses yeah. and two bottom. I don't know if I'd call the Bears a bottom ten offense. But they coming into like so no, I don't know what's wrong. With coming them. into this season, this I was like, I was like, well, they got Allen Robinson healthy, and their offense looks like it should be better. They should put up points, and their defense is better or at least at very least the same as it was last year you know who trubisky is jake locker (laughs) he's the exact same quarterback yeah he's athletic oh he can run he He overthrows all his receivers he's played more than three consecutive games yet he's only made what 35 starts or something that's more than jake locker (laughs) did sorry jake if you're listening jake if you're listening Hi. I defended you. <laughs> but sorry for getting you fouled out of a game in high school. 
please don't hurt me next time we play basketball. <laughs> You're still incredibly athletic. Chris was crying, so there were like four fouls, I guess. Your little cousin almost beat me up when he was a freshman. I was a senior, and he definitely would have. That's enough about high school. Bears? Bears? <laughs> Broncos? Uh, wow. I didn't realize how few games Locker actually played in. Yeah. 30 games. And the weird thing is... I thought it was like 50. No. No, he played half years. So he got... Like five ta- games, 11 games, 7 games, 5 games. He got tagged as being injury prone, but there was... It was almost never the same injury twice. They were usually freak injuries. Like He's just very unlucky. Like... One of them, or one of them was him hitting his hand on a helmet after he threw a pass. One of them was him getting a late shot, late cheap shot in the end after he ran for a touchdown. Um, it was a couple things like that, and then there was a couple injuries that were more legitimate. And it was like, oh, well, this guy he just doesn't get to play six games. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who's not going to get to play any more games. That's right. We're going to Giants Bucks. And the guy who would play. transition. Thank you. The guy who would play Eli in a movie about Peyton is now the starter for the Giants. I don't know if I'll ever get tired of saying that. (laughs) So, Giants Bucks, and all of a sudden, are the Buccaneers the favorite to win that division? (laughs) The death look I just got from Alex. It was a joke, Alex. You better be joking. Oh, They're the you. favorite to not get last. That's the Panthers. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to dress up like a Russian grandma and look yourself in the mirror. Well, yeah, sometimes. No, that, that's, yeah. So <laughs> Sometimes you got to complete a pass. Yes. Cam didn't get that memo. No, it's funny that I bet you, Eli, he still has better numbers than Winston. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, and Winston didn't play bad on Thursday. No. No, he played Way better than I expected. Yeah. A big reason they're benching Eli right now is so that he doesn't go down with a losing record. He is a he's a hundred he's hundred and sixteen and hundred and sixteen, I think is what it was. But he's yeah, he's five hundred right now. I really do think because I saw that mentioned today on social media that it might be part of it, but I, I bet it is. That you don't want to go in the Hall of Fame as a losing quarterback. So, so it's weird that they would do that. But they benched him for Geno Smith, and that broke up his like he was on pace to break the consecutive no, starts. Right? He was or not going to break it. No, he, he just was, had second locked up because he needs to. He needed to play like another five or four years to break it. Oh, was it that yeah. much of a? Because Favre's was like two hundred ninety some regular season, and yeah. Eli was two thirty something. Okay, so he was past Peyton. Yeah, he was way past Peyton. He was easily yeah. second. Gotcha. But yeah, no, it was, he broke it up for you. <laughs> They broke it up and then benched him for Gino for like two games, then brought was, him back. Was it even a full game? It wasn't a full game. They brought him back like at halftime. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're back. They're, They're like, oh, yeah, we remembered. It's Gino Smith. <laughs> Did the other team just IK came it? out there yeah. and <laughs> beat me to it. Um, so, do the, Buc- the Buccaneers win this game, right? Coming off the long break? Nope. You're going with Daniel Jones? I'm going with Davy Jones. Who's he going to throw the ball to? He's going to throw Barkley. it into Davy Jones' locker. Can you guys name the top two receivers on the Giants' depth chart right now? Sterling Shepard. Nope, he's out. Ingram. He's a tight end. Receiving tight end. Or no, Golden uh, Tate? He's is he suspended. still? Maybe Sterling Shepard is in right now. Tate's still suspended. Tate's suspended. Okay, so I think it is Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Sterling Shepard's number one. 
Do you know who number two is? Is Evan Ingram listed as a receiver? He's a tight end. <laughs> Latmere. He's hurt. No. Cody Latimer. Benny Fowler. Would not have guessed that if you gave me three weeks. Benny Fowler? And a computer. Yes. <laughs> and Russell Shepard is the number three. Sterling's little brother? <laughs> uh, older brother, because he's like 29. Little, I didn't say younger. I oh, said okay, my little. Because, you know, Sterling Shepard is a huge person. I just figured they're going to run the ball a lot. Oh. But the Buccaneers have a good front seven, I think. Yeah. Or a decent front seven. Yeah. Because Vita Vea is healthy. And they have a tsunami warming. Warning. No, it's warming. Like, it's getting ready to go. Vita Vea is <laughs> just going to roll all over. Um, the... The Giants are going to have to get Ingram and Barkley going or else they have no chance. Well, also, yeah. like, the huh. thing is, if I'm if I'm the defensive coordinator, like, I was very impressed with how their defense performed on Thursday, how they shut down McCaffrey, and they were like, well, let's make Cam beat us because Cam can't throw the ball. It helped that they gave McCaffrey two touches in the second half. Yeah. That's never smart. It's not like he's a good running back. <laughs> well, I mean, the they, way... need a, they need a top running back. Come on. And, a, and he's a the one, one taking the ball from center every time. <laughs> and a number one and a deep threat and a, a medium, a slot guy and, and an offensive line and a quarterback and a head coach and a defensive coordinator <laughs> and a healthy middle linebacker, a secondary, a defensive front. And then they'll be good. <laughs> so fantastic. But, yeah, so I actually did like what their defense did shutting down McCaffrey or at least taking away any looks that would have, like, decentivizing Carolina from giving him the ball. Because if, if I'm Carolina and I know Cam can't throw, I don't know how you don't give uh, run CMC the ball every single time. That game, it made no sense, but... So but, do you think they do so the I same think, thing here? Yeah, I think it's because if you're looking at this from Tampa Bay's point of view, stack the box. There's right? one threat. It's Saquon. You go if make Davy Jones prove himself. I, he's seventy five percent on the year. I would Doesn't stack he? the box <laughs> three for four. Yeah. I would stack the box and play a lot of press coverage, like Willie. Yeah. And doesn't stack the box. box really affect? Oh, that is creepy. Doesn't the stack box affect um, Evan Ingram too? Because it's more people to get through to get to. Yeah, your he's route. gonna he's gonna be brushing off a lot of. Yeah, so I would stack the box, play a lot of press coverage, and just leave a deep safety. So are you going with the Bucks here then? Yes. I'm Giants. Of course you are. The Gi- the Giants are gonna have to prove themselves before I pick them for any game. Hey, Unless they're picking, playing the Dolphins. I am picking the Giants to have a top three pick this year. <laughs> not, not what you're asking. Okay. Uh, we talked about this team a little bit earlier. The Lions, they are playing the Eagles this week in Brad's game of the week. Um, so this is going to be more like Brad's five game minutes. that he chose. <laughs> it's gonna, this is going to be the five minutes of the week because I think only – Second to the Lions in the not showing up for the first 52 minutes of the game Are is the Eagles? the Eagles because 
They are. I'm not. That sure. Redskins game was bad. I'm not they sure. Were down, was it? They 20? were down twenty to nothing. Yeah. In the first half, and then they remembered. Oh yeah, we're better than the Redskins. And then the Falcons game. They were. How, you can't be any more American than saying we're better than the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> the Falcons game. They looked so bad at the beginning. Then they came back, took the lead, and then just handed it over. Like, all they had to do was not give up a 54-yard touchdown to Julio Jones, and they win the game. Hey, bird teams never fold in a game where Atlanta's involved. For once, it just wasn't Atlanta. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I am actually just interested to see the ending of this game because there's no way it can't be amazing i think the eagles win by more than eight in this game nope because that means they're gonna have to be down by like 20 didn't they beat the uh, did they beat the redskins by seven yeah okay or sorry yeah so they're gonna have to be down by 19 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i Um, just so i just i actually seem like they're so much more talented than detroit like yeah, better coaching, I better mean, quarterback, better everything. If you based it on well, on but, the play from week one, they looked like they were way better than Atlanta too, because Atlanta looked like crap. Yeah. Then again, Philly also didn't look amazing. Well, it's because Atlanta was playing one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and Kirk Cousins, <laughs> <laughs> who is a top ten quarterback, because that's all that matters. Um, the one thing I do worry about with the Eagles, though, is how many of their receivers are hurt. Because they had yeah. three active receivers at the end of the game. Yeah. It's all right. They're just going to run the ball anyway. And their best receiver was hurt going into the game or very early on, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, what, Jeffrey was hurt. Aguilar was hurt. And one other receiver got hurt. Jackson. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson's out for a couple weeks now. So like, With a bruised ego? Yes. Um, I think it's bruised ribs. He actually is looking no, at a quad, diagram of the field and going, wait, so like you drop it before the goal line? <laughs> is that? I still love that he's done that more than once. Yes. <laughs> I feel like once would be enough after that. So I'd carry the ball through the back of the end zone before letting it go. But, you know, that's just me. He'd be fine playing up in uh, Winnipeg or whatever it was. <laughs> so I think our Sega White side is the Eagles' number one receiver right now. Oh, you're thinking of Hassan Whiteside. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Um, so you're going Lions in this one? No. Bradley? No? Eagles? Yeah, the Lions have let me down. I've had... I've been hopeful of the Lions for so long, and they just keep letting me down. I'm going to... I'm going to say Philly. Right. This is the second game. So you're inviting the Lions to your right funeral there. so they can let you down one more time. Yeah. All right. Alex? Uh, I'm going Eagles. Yeah. Like Howard... That's a big game. I think they go away from He's Sanders. Gonna he has too bad. Yeah, I'm going to Eagles too. Uh, Texans Chargers, the other team that went to overtime last week against the Lions, and neither team looked good this week. Uh, I don't know what Deshaun or yeah Deshaun Watson tied an NFL record with most games in a row sacked four or more times. Yeah, he takes a lot of hits, even when he's not being sacked. Like, just he doesn't protect himself well. You know what would help? Not dumping your left tackle for, like, a third-round pick. 
when he's an all-pro player. And Jeremy Lane. And then then trading two firsts for a left tackle who's way worse (laughs) to get a number three receiver. Yeah. So... Who has actually looked good? So, yeah. Kenny Stills keeps making plays. No, he's good. He's, just... yeah. he's he's the perfect complement for that team if they had an offensive line. Yeah. So their line has been sketchy to say the the least. Um, I do think they are talented enough, and Deshaun Watson's talented enough and more mature than being in his third year in the league or second. Deshaun? Yeah. Uh, third year. When was Fournette drafted? Third. Third year? Yeah. Cause it's... Yeah, because Deshaun... No, oh, it's fourth he... year. 2017. Because Deshaun sat out almost a full year with his Is it knee. Okay. So he was the same year as Trubisky? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the same year as Trubisky. Yeah. Um. So I think he's much more mature than he should be for this as far as being able to play the game. And he has this guy named DeAndre Hopkins. Who's uh, on Alex's team now. You're welcome. So <laughs> I maybe change my team name. I had a great team name. Well, then go find a Lamar team name. I did. I just changed it a little bit. <laughs> my team name was OBJ Makes Me Knock because I had both of them. Yeah. Now it's OBJ Gets My Jackson Off. Oh. There you go. Yeah, Why don't you right. just go OBJ... Don't wear a $350,000 watch in the middle of an NFL game. Or a fake $2 million watch. Yeah. So yeah, that was the story this week. Here's a question for you. Who's um, the best running back in this game? So what do we got? Like Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson, Duke Carlos Johnson. Hyde, Deshaun Watson, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson. I'm going to go Austin Eckler first and then Justin Jackson second, then Deshaun Watson, then Duke Johnson. But here's the thing. Carlos Hyde has looked good since he got to Houston. He's the best one out of all of them right now. I have not. Uh, yards per carry or total yards? Or rushing yards? Rush yards per carry. Because he was 20 know. for 90 last week. Right now he's 30 for 173. So, so what you're saying is. 5.8 a carry. So he was well, 10 for 83 and 20 for 90. What you're saying so is actually, Duke Johnson just goes like, I can't get away from this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he's got 15 for 88. <laughs> he's up there right with him. He's got a lot of catches too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so um, no. I think no four. Oh, that's weird. Four I think the Texans have enough talent to stay in this game, but I don't know if they win it. The Texans are two and zero, oh, right? One and one. They are. Oh, because they lost they to the Saints to, in Week One. Yeah. So how so much it, does it, it drop be... the chances of whoever loses this game of making the playoffs? Because someone's going to be one and two after this game, and it's not like they're in an easy division. So the only option it depends wildcard. It depends who like, it is. Do you feel better because about the Texans I, being I think, one and two? I think if the Texans are one and two, they still have a chance of winning the division. Because um, I don't remember a team ever starting one and four in this division and then making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember a team starting one and five and then making the playoffs. Yeah, Um, but yeah, so you have Jacksonville and Indianapolis both down their franchise quarterbacks or alleged franchise quarterbacks, if you want to count it. Quarterbacks that they pay the most money. Yes. Um, They don't pay him anything. He's retired. They're still paying him. Andrew Luck gets all his money. 
all his guarantees. Yeah. They're still paying him twenty nine million. I think or something? they can take it all, most of it away. They can. They can pro. They can, they can yeah. prorate it. Don't look terrible now, though. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. They, they, they said they're not going to, but they could. Yeah, <laughs> they can prorate it and sue him for whatever he hasn't fulfilled. Like, because the Lions threatened to do that with Megatron, and then they realized the yeah, pub- a bad look. The bad publicity wasn't worth the like eight million dollars or whatever it was. Who's the guy the Seahawks drafted to play D tackle that never played because he crashed his ATV? Yeah, I don't remember his name, but yeah, he's the one who got sued. He got sued. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you go in with oh Brian Bosworth, <laughs> nice um, uh, Texans or Chargers. So I think, like I'm a Philip Rivers apologist. I gotta go Chargers. Um, I think there's just more talent on that team, and I they're a little more consistent. You think the Chargers are more talented than Texans? Yeah, if you look at both sides of the ball, if they were funny, healthy, I would say yes. I. Yeah, I think even without Derwin James, um, I think they're or Hunter Henry, I, or Russell Okung. They haven't played a game or Joey with, Bosa. They haven't played a game with Hunter Henry ever. <laughs> that guy's never been healthy. So you're going Chargers in this one? Yeah. Yeah, I went Chargers. It was a coin flip for me. I'm going Texans. I like the Texans. That's the wife's favorite team, so I got to go with the Texans. <laughs> All right, got the thumbs up. That's good. So, who would do oh, really? Thing? Not the guy who's like, I have to take the Packers or else I'll get beat when I get home. <laughs> well, they won, so I chose right. You did. And then we saved the game of the week for the last game. Uh, was it the top touchdown scoring quarterbacks in the league right now? They both have thrown for seven, I think. And they both, as of... Four days ago, we're on Alex's fantasy team. Five days ago, when we make the trade, Friday. Yeah, we made it Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So wow. um, Ravens at the Chiefs. ESPN is very in favor of the Chiefs, and I think that's odd. Seven seventy-one percent. Well, it's mostly because yeah. the Ravens haven't played anyone good. Yeah, that. That sounds about right because I think in Vegas they're seven, maybe seven and a half. I know Kansas City does get three and a half at home. See, I'm not sure if the, yeah, according to whatever ESPN pulls their lines from. Westgate. Um, yeah, it has the Chiefs at minus six and a half. Oh, wow. And the over-under is 54 and a half, and I got to believe that's going to be over. You would think so. Last year the game was 30 to if, 28? Yeah, if the Chiefs' defense was better, I'd say this was good. See, this but is a tough one. You are right about the over, though. Um, last year, it was like the first six, eight weeks or something, teams hit the over over 60% of the time, which means if you're always betting that, you're making a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and usually it's 50% or like it's pretty close. So. It's probably going to be the same thing to start the year where teams are just hitting the over because there's not a lot of great defenses. And, and, also, and it's just harder to stop also, teams. It's harder to set the over-under based on two games yeah. than it is based on eight games, especially when two of those games are the Dolphins and the Cards. Yeah. Um, last year, the Ravens lost to the Chiefs on a last-minute fumble by Lamar Jackson in the... No look pass. It was not a no look pass at all game. 
That was super Nola. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Nola pass that Mahomes threw this year was horrible. Yeah. That one to Kelsey in the end zone where he threw it like three feet over his head. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure how I feel about the Chiefs. I would have the Chiefs ahead of the rate, or I would have picked the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But with no Tyreek Hill and the Ravens defense playing the way they have, even though it has been against bad defenses yeah. or bad offenses. Bad um, defenses also. <laughs> um, you know, just the fact to sort of get, like, build some momentum, get some confidence behind you. When you can play like that, that definitely helps coming into a game like this. What's going to be tough is the Ravens' secondary is not healthy. Um, their defense isn't that good. They give up 10 to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's true. The Patriots gave up 10 pick sixes to Miami. Ryan Fitzpatrick is he responsible throw two for the most points for the Dolphins, but it's just that he gave them all to New England. <laughs> yes, I know. I had him on the other defense. That was pretty nice. Nice. That was nice. 33 points. Yeah, that, that was bad. Um, yeah. Lamar has looked really good throwing the ball this year. Yeah, they've he, talked about. I think it was in the Arizona game. They ran thirty-seven pass plays, and in thirty-three of them, there was like, was it wide open coverage or whatever you want to call it? Because teams were afraid to press or stack the box because of his running ability. Yeah, and I think they only pressed the receivers twice in the entire game. Oh wow! So it'd be interesting to see because Kansas City does not have a good secondary. No. Their defense is not that great. If only they had like an all pro safety. I mean, they have Honey Badger. I think they do. Oh, that's about? right. I for- <laughs> forgot they signed Honey Badger. I was thinking Eric uh, Berry, but they replaced him. Yeah. yeah. And Honey Badger might be a nice counter to Lamar, but you really do have to stay back with Hollywood Brown. Yeah. And Mark Andrews looked like a good yeah. tight end this year. And uh, people were making fun of the people who were saying Andrews is a top 10, top 5 tight end at the beginning of the year. But he's, did he looks he like was. it. He looks like it so far. But I could talk all day about the Ravens. I won't. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think is the outcome of this game? Um, tie. <laughs> you know your way to Brad's heart. <laughs> it better be a tie. I think. I think I'm going to go Ravens just because they seem. <laughs> More, Alex, more balanced, and I'm just kind of. For me, this game's kind of a coin toss. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the team that has the momentum, which two dominating wins. Um, they probably started game planning for this one at halftime of the Cardinals game. <laughs> Dolphins game. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going Ravens? Yeah. So. Um, I think I'm going to go Ravens. I do think it's going to be an interesting game, and I think it'll be a one-score, maybe a 10-point game. Like 34-31, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm going Chiefs. Of course you are. I'd like to see them prove that they can actually win Yeah. before I pick they, them. It's understandable. Like Part of it is it, you can only play who they tell you to play. I know, they've but, they've but, played uh, two middle school teams, but still. They, but at least Lamar has looked... Like you couldn't hope for anything more from him. That's kind of my thing. Is I Yoke, all, all of last this week, all of last <laughs> year, 
<laughs> All of last year, I kept talking about how I thought they were protecting him and not opening up the whole playbook to him. And it looks like they've worked on... Maybe they do have a really extensive playbook. He just looks comfortable. Coming in there, like they probably worked on all of the reads and getting on the same page with the receivers and, you know, all the intricacies of the passing game with him over the off season because he can throw the ball. He's made some really nice throws too. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Does the winner of this game. Yes. Get a guaranteed. No. First round by. No, 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 don't think so. No, because both teams have people in their division that are either wildcard teams or are going to just miss the playoffs that will sneak up and take like a game from them maybe. <laughs> All right. And that could end up pushing them to third place instead of second. Okay. So you guys both could lose and still. Both could lose and still get home field? Yeah. So that means you Which don't have the Patriots the, getting home field. Which would mean that the are you, he's saying either one could lose because one of them's going to lose, yeah. one of them's going to win. I think they both probably will. You think they both will the, lose? These two teams get home field. Like no, they're the I one in the two case, seed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. One, or you just yeah, think that they okay. both win their division? Both win the division. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking more of. So we will move on to. Gambling lines, and obviously, I think the Ravens are going to win. I can't, like, why wouldn't I think they're going to win? Um, gambling lines. Hopefully, you are not listening to Alex. What are you, a homer? Jeez. Yes, I am. Um, because Alex is one in five. Uh, dramatic comeback. All right. One too easy last year. <laughs> well, it'll be different this year because you're playing the whole year for once. I played the whole year last year. Didn't you jump in part way? Oh, you hardly ever showed up last year. Yeah, he, I put my stuff four, in for the four shows. He showed up. <laughs> Um, Landon and Brad are both two and one, but I'm leading the way at five and one. It's because I just keep picking the bills. That sounds like someone picked a whole week before we. I'm pretty got sure this numbers were already in. Pretty sure I told you guys to make your picks like four times. Pretty sure. Let's put it to a vote, Alex. Did Chris cheat? Did he cheat? Probably. Yeah, I vote yes. That sounds like one and a half to one and a half. Home field. We're at my house, so I win. All right, let me call Landon. <laughs> Um, Although I did get my picks in the first week, so collusion. That's not collusion. I call collusion for sure. All right, that means I win. So first <laughs> game is Ravens Chiefs. Um, I pick Chiefs. Like it's in here at six and a half. Um, so you picked the Ravens win. Yeah. <laughs> we need one way or another. I can't be wrong on both. Actually, I could. So I think the Ravens keep it within six points. Did you say Ravens? Yeah. Yeah, I said it was going to be a one score, so it'd be weird for me to pick the Chiefs to cover six and a half. (laughs) Yeah, I went Ravens too. I think it'll be a close game. Yeah. Um, This game is in Kansas City, right? Yes. Yeah, of course it is. Because there's no way Vegas would have Kansas City as At nine-point favorites. Nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, Second game, this is the third week in a row. I'm just going with the Bills until... They show me they can't do it, especially against crap teams. Collusion. And speaking of crap teams, they're playing the Bengals. Collusion. Those are a crap team. What are you talking about? Colludalizers. They're 2-0. and Yeah, exactly. They're really going to lose now. Uh, Bills are six-point favorites in Cincinnati, and I think the Bills win by seven or more in this one. 
Yes, John Ross is not in Seattle, and thus... <laughs> going with the Bills? Going with the Bills. Going Bengals. All right, cool. That sounds like another loss for Eventually, Alex. they're going to win. <laughs> Eventually. That's a good strategy. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out. And for the final one, uh, Vikings are playing at home against the Raiders. This is Landon's favorite quarterback in the world. He is getting seven and a half points at home. And I don't think the Raiders are going to travel well for this one. I think Vikings win by eight or more. As much crap as I talk about John Gruden, the Raiders have looked decent in their first couple games. In seven of their first eight quarters? Yes. Yeah. Um, And Kirk Cousins has looked really bad in eight of his first (laughs) eight quarters. So... So you're going Raiders on this one? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a run-heavy game, and I think the Raiders are going to be able to adapt to that. So I think the Raiders cover. I don't necessarily think they win, but I think they'll cover. Right. Remember, it's betting 110 to win 100 on each one. So if you've been following Alex, you are negative 450 jelly beans. Dramatic comeback. You're positive 390 jelly beans if you listen to me so far, and you're positive 90 if you listen to Brad and Landon. If you have something else besides yeah. jelly beans you want to wager. If you're a colluder... Then you have the most jelly beans. If you don't collude and you play fair, then I win. You can't say it's Alex either. (laughs) You said play fair. (laughs) Um, You have to catch me first. It's not cheating unless you get caught. On your way to make those bets, you should stop by Overflow to get some beer. Um, If you're of age. If you're of age for both things. (laughs) Yes. Um overflow taps has a craft beer experience podcast that you can make sure to go check out and you can send them a message on social media Ooh. and mention our podcast and there's wait please to get entered into a drawing to win some football merchandise um if you go to overflow every pint you buy 25 cents is donated to help build wells in africa and the beer we got for them this week is brewers reserve imperial ipa it's a pretty strong caramely beer i think that's what this is on here yeah mild caramel malt character and plenty of pacific northwest hops i thought it was pretty good how is their podcast not called the experience that is a fantastic call (laughs) i'm gonna need to bug him about that yeah yeah he can have that one i'm not even gonna charge him that is no drop the ball on that one he he has like he sells beer you definitely charge him with more beer (laughs) yeah oh for a growler, he can have that. <laughs> Every time you say experience, I want a beer. <laughs> what do you guys think of the beer? It was pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Kind of like the... Uh, get a lot. Huh? Someone hogged it all. I liked My it, house. I liked it better than the <laughs> last one. The purple one? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the purple one was... It was, it was interesting. It was different. I think if good, you... I wasn't expecting that. I think if I... Knew yeah. what I was drinking. It was weird pouring out a because that was like an eight point something. Yeah, pouring that out, seeing purple, and it was very purple, yeah. like Husky's purple, and it still tasted. It was very. It, t- it, it was, was good. a pretty good beer. It was good. But I like this better because I like my beer to taste more like beer. Yeah, not wine. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say the one that we had last time, Alex, was the best. I kind of like this one. This one. Better. Yeah. You missed out last time. Haters. Collusion. And there it is. Um, Last thing to talk about is 
Make sure to head to House of Hoodies. Use promo code SHOTS to get 15% off your order like I did earlier today when I ordered myself a Lamar Jackson hoodie. I finally did it. Um, I'm scared to order any merch because I don't want to curse anyone. Everyone I've bought a jersey from either hey, retired, sucked, or died. Everyone, or went to the Hall of Fame. Everyone on your favorite team is still there. <laughs> like It's a real coin toss. Your favorite team's running back is on the Jets. The receiver <laughs> had the same kind of allegations that the quarterback did. <laughs> he learned everything he knows. Uh, just Yeah. Uh, so, uh, House of Hoodies. Use promo code SHOTS to get 15% off your order. And Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Late Night Shots to check us out. I'm going to buy a Jalen Ramsey Titans jersey. 